This is First Class Counselors, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. First Class Counselors is dedicated to young and up-and-coming camp mavericks. By equipping and empowering our on-the-ground staff, camp directors can rest easy knowing that our campers are having the true life-changing experience that parents expect. Find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and professionals at camphacker.tv. Hello, camp pros. This is Oliver Gregan, summer and family camps director at YMCA Camp Jewel. And I'm Matt Hansberger, executive producer of podcasting at Go Camp Pro, and you are tuned in to First Class Counselors. This series is for camp directors to give their counselors, as they hire them, something to prepare them for the upcoming summer. Yeah, that's right, because we know that uh, staff training, you only have a limited amount of time and you can't, uh, you can't teach everything, but great camp directors know that counselors have the most important job at camp, and if we give them the skills to succeed, then that is the key to campers coming back year after year, because you have all-star counselors working for you, and therefore, the kids are going to love them. So, you've turned into the FCC's Quick Show. Here, we cover one specific topic and cover the essentials as fast as we can. It's the need to knows. They can't go without. The fundamentals. And the basics. So what are we talking about today? Today we want to talk about being camp sick. This is that post-camp in the fall, winter, maybe early spring before camp is really starting to gear up again and you miss camp. You want to get back uh, and it's just not there. It's that nine months of just still water. A lot of people might be asking you, what do you do with the nine months that's not summer camp? These are the answers to those questions. So we're talking about handling homesick. I'm oh, sorry, not homesickness, but camp sickness here. So a little bit different. So uh, first off, let's talk about the number one rule that I say is first off, accept your love of camp. This just know that you love what camp is and all that it is. Don't deny that. Don't say like, "Ooh, I need to calm down. I can't think about camp so much. I talk about it at every single family gathering, party, whatever it is. It's natural. It's okay brag about your camp love. But Matt, can you get us started? Can you talk a little bit about camp love and how to accept it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. The first the first step is acceptance, right? Um, the the thing is, there's so many kids in the world that don't go to camp that the more that we talk about camp and the more that we promote it and the more that we show how great it is, the better that the whole industry will be. So even you as a counselor, just promoting camp by talking about how much you love it, that is, uh, that is a great way to not only accept it for yourself, but you're helping the industry as a whole. Um, if you want to keep that flame of uh, your love for camp going, uh, I have a couple of tips for you here. So my first one is um, engaging with camp professional development and other camp people. Um, there's no better way if you're feeling the blues and missing camp than to talk to other camp people. That will get you like reinvigorated and re-excited, uh, re-excited. Excited again, all in the same, uh, like right away. So uh, first, you can check out some podcasts. So you're already listening to First Class Counselors, which is super way to go. Um, there's also other camp podcasts out there. Some of them are directed towards camp directors, like the Camp Hacker Podcast, Day Camp Pod, and Camp Code. I mean, it's never a bad idea to dream big. But if you want to be a camp director in the future, it's good to start learning. Um, there's also another great one called Rec Heads and Camp Nerds that you can listen to. Um, that's more on the programming side of things. Um, they, they cover a wide range of topics as well. Well, um, make sure that you are a part of the Summer Camp Professionals group on Facebook. There's a lot of information going there every single day. Um, 
to keep you inspired about camp. And if you use the search function in it, you can find conversations about pretty much everything related to summer camp. So a lot of good stuff, even applicable stuff to counselors. Uh, and then you can also uh, check out campmavericks.com. That's uh, another platform offered by uh, our friends at Go Camp Pro, the folks that put on this podcast here. Um, and that's like, it's like the summer camp professionals group, but it's, uh, it's a really like honed in and specific version of it. So feel free to check it out. Uh, the second tip I have for you is to volunteer with your camp. So there's a bunch of different things um, that your camp director likely needs help with right now because uh, being a full-time camp director, although some people uh, don't quite understand what camp directors do year round, it is a very busy job. So some things that might not be at the top of their uh, list, but it's on their list nonetheless. You could help with social media. So whether it's um, finding your best camp photos or your friends' camp photos and sending them to the director, maybe you can do a social media takeover for the week um, and post your favorite stuff. Um, I find that sometimes the older camp directors, they don't know as much how to use the stories function of Instagram, whereas a lot of Gen Z and um, millennials really do know how to use it uh, well for advertising. So jumping into like a story takeover could be a thing. Um, sorting photos, you could scan old camp photos into a, a digital database using the Google Photo Scan app uh, so that camps can use them for their Throwback Thursdays. You can write blog posts, you can uh, stuff envelopes for fundraisers or whatever. Uh, you can call prospective families and talk to them about camp. You could do some property maintenance if that's a thing your camp needs. Um, all those things you could likely do even for volunteer hours uh, for high school. Oliver, do, do people have to do volunteer hours in the States? I don't even know. Uh, it's not a requirement, I think. Some states might, uh, but I know where I've lived, it's never been a requirement by the state, but it's definitely been a requirement by some schools. So, okay. Which is awesome. Yes. So for the Canadian folks out there, we have to do, uh, or at least Ontario people, um, we have to do community service 40 hours for to get our high school diploma. So uh, a lot of camps will let you, you could do that kind of stuff for your volunteer hours. And that's a great way to support your camp, show your director that you're invested and to, uh, to just help out in general and get some volunteer hours for it. My third point is um, to think about, start thinking about next summer or training for your next year at camp. So designing a session for next staff training or uh, making a webinar for other staff to listen to, um, to teach them something. And you might feel uh, as a counselor, you don't have much to say because you've only done a couple of things. You could find a creative way to teach something you do know, maybe the schedule, the daily schedule at camp, or you could read a book that's applicable to camp and make a schedule, make a session on it. It's just like doing a book report for school. It's pretty much the same thing, but you can make it even more creative. I got my start as a speaker uh, from running a, I read a book called uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's a really great book. And I was so inspired by it that I wanted to run a session uh, for the staff that I worked with at, at uh, Cairn. And the directors were nice enough to be like, yeah, here's a slot during staff training, go for it. And that really inspired me um, and uh, kept me loving camp in that way because I knew that I could help in that way as well. So yeah, Oliver, what about you? Uh, first off, I wanted to hit up the thing you said about volunteering. Just because your school maybe doesn't require it in America, there are other organizations that require it. You might be a part of, say, National Honor Society or Boy Scouts of America or Girl Scouts of America. Uh, I know that I have seen a lot of camps have really awesome projects that have been created at their at their property because somebody wanted to take the time and earn their Eagle Scout by coming down to camp. And I believe the Canadian equivalent might not be the same, but the Duke of Edinburgh 
is something else that can get you involved and get you to camp in a way that's helpful and beneficial for you at the same time. Yeah, that's. I happen to have a uh, a partner that works for the Duke of Edinburgh's award in Canada. Um, maybe we'll do that on a future episode of the podcast. I, I feel like I can convince her to come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too familiar with the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, we do hire international staff here at Camp Tool, but I've always heard about it. Thought it was really cool and have wondered a little bit more. So there's, cool I, I know for a fact that some organizations, if you have the Duke of Edinburgh's award, and we're not sponsored by the Duke of Ed, by the way, for those of you listening, but um, if, if you have that certification, your bronze, silver, or gold, um, it looks really good because it, it takes a good amount of work to get it done. Um, so, but stay tuned for the future of first class counselors for that. Yeah. Uh, but another way you can get involved uh, through school that may not be through volunteer projects, but it, think about some of the projects you might have in school. You might be in high school and it might be a little bit tougher, but I know in college, I've heard about a camp that actually had a counselor who was going to school for architecture and they decided to do their senior thesis projects for architecture on designing cabins for their camp, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that camp, camp ever actually used the designs for that cabin for them, but they have a precursor or something to get them started when they do to start do to decide to start making cabins for their camp, which I thought was really cool. And it's a way that they got credit in college and something that could have been beneficial for camp. You can do this for a lot of different things too. It's not just designing cabins. You can do it for say uh, video. If you're into video and media for school. Uh, if you are an English author, you could do short stories about camp and the benefits of camp, uh, people on camp. If you are really into it, you could make an entire probably like children's book series about the things that happen at camp and it'd be really beneficial. Um, awesome. I hope somebody steals that idea and gets to work on it. And send it to us. We'll feature <laughs> yeah. it on the podcast for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my other advice is Camp doesn't shut down during the winter. A lot of camps might shut down their facility, but there's typically always a director or somebody who is thinking about camp in the long run for what it's going to be the next year. Get in contact with that person, talk to them, ask them for information. I know I've had a few staff members already. They reached out to me and they were asking about positions that we're going to have for next summer, which is really awesome. I'm happy they're top on top of that game, but you know, it's November, December time. And we're I send them back podcasts and things to listen to just like Matt was talking about because we want that growth mindset we want our staff to be growing and learning all the time so uh, reach out to your director ask them for this information so that you can start getting involved with it but you're doing a great job you're listening to our podcast already uh, <clears throat> my other one is it's that time of the year where uh, Christmas cards and holiday cards are going out take a little bit of time to be a little wacky take one uh, picture or make sure your family one ends up coming to camp and tell a little bit about what your life is to your camp director. Uh, I just, uh, <clears throat> I may or may not subscribe to a few other camps to get their like mailings and such so I can see what other camps are doing so I can improve myself as a director. And we got an awesome alumni like brochure today from another camp. And it was really beautiful because inside that alumni brochure it was all about different weddings and events that their former campers and staff members had going on in their lives. And it was really cool to see that this community is still alive and thriving. And I, it's, you know, pretty cold in the winter. I'm sitting around about 10 inches of snow outside. And uh, you can see that that camp is still very much alive and doing something with their days uh, that builds and grows that community. Uh, Matt really did talk about social media and stuff. So I'll kind of leave it at that. But please do hop on social media, like your posts. It was a get ready that I said maybe a few casts ago. And uh, you should take advantage of it. 
Lastly is sometimes camps do open up for special events during the year, whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, Easter, whatever that holiday may be for your camp. They may need volunteers. It's a really good excuse to come up and get to see all of your friends, help out with camp, and to just be in the area of the RV. And oh, finally, all season projects. Um, make those activity plans. You know, what's that evening program going to be next year? Uh, is there a plaque that you really think would be cool in the dining hall? Is there a quilt that you can make out of tamper, camper t-shirts that you have? So what can you start prepping on your own personal level that may be a hobby of yours? You may be someone who likes to sew. You may be someone who's into woodworking that can make something small or work on something that you can then bring back to camp. There's a lot of camps that have a lot of cool little projects that somebody built that would be an outstanding thing to add to their property or to their equipment because you were able to build it. Uh, I think about this a lot when it comes to team building games. We're always, you know, looking for a bull ring or a special hula hoop or some type of a special box. And if you have a skill like woodworking, it's an awesome thing that you can work on when you're not at camp as well. Mm. Cool. Uh, the next one is you are camp sick. So it's really important to love thyself. Do something that makes you happy. Make sure that summer camp, you know, is a big part of your life, but also serving yourself is important too. So at camp, you serve others. You got nine months. You can serve yourself. You can take care of some of your needs. Matt, what are some things that you would do to love yourself when it is not summer camp? I know that you and I, we do this full time. So it's really tough to think about not having summer camp and still doing something fun. But what kind of things do you do to love thyself? Yeah, well, it's interesting. This this is my first year in a long time that I'm not going to be going back to camp next summer. Um, so it will be so it's an interesting time right now because, like, be, in December you're like, okay, it's only six more months. There's only five more months. But but for me, I, I'm helping out camps, but I'm not going back to a specific camp. Um, so for me, it's really important that in those times that. Uh, I'm feeling kind of blue about not camp that I have that good personal routine. So all the self-care things we've talked about in this podcast, um, getting off your phone, meditating, coming up with good positive coping strategies, those kinds of things. Um, I also wanted to float an idea that I've been thinking about for a while, um, but I haven't put it into practice. So it might be weird. It might not work. I have no idea, full disclosure, but um, I'm almost 30 now. And for a long time, I would consider myself, I, I think I still do consider myself one of those like jack of all trades, master of none. Um, so I play, I, I'm pretty good at guitar. I'm pretty good at saxophone. Um, I'm, I think I'm a pretty good person when it comes to knowing about camp. Um, but that I'm, I'm like kind of good at a lot of different things. So I'm good at knowing a little bit of coding. I'm good at knowing how to play the harmonica. I'm good at knowing how to five pin bowl, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, I think what I wish I had done at a bit of a younger age is this idea of what I call an interest audit. So it's taking, um, you know, an hour and just writing down all the things that you're interested in. So, so five pin bowling. Um, I remember on my, the last time I did this, uh, I was like, okay, I want to know about Gen Z. So I wrote down Gen Z or I want to know about um, internet security. So I wrote about internet security. And then, so the idea is you, you take, make that long list and then you really focus in on like two or three things. And you say, okay, for the next two months, 
I'm going to surround myself with these specific things. And maybe camp can be one of those things. If that's something you really, you're really passionate about. And then what you do is you start to take a deep dive into, okay, where are the best articles on this? Maybe I look in subreddits and I, and I tailor even my like Instagram feed, my Reddit feed, anything just related to those topics. So for me right now, <clears throat> it would be learning about podcast advertising. It would be about disc golf. Um, and it would be about cooking. Those three things are my like personal things. So I've really tailored, even my Instagram feed is full of disc golf stuff. And because of the magic of the internet, I get tons of ads about that stuff and content that just comes to my, um, onto my feeds. So, um, and then, you know, you have that idea of being an expert on something. And if you spent um, a month or two, just really focusing on that stuff, even a couple of weeks um, and doing a little bit every day, then you start to have some real concrete knowledge about a, a topic rather than just like being like, okay, I'm going to read this article about tech and this article about celebrities and this and this and this, you actually start to build some knowledge on it, which I think um, that comes back to like love thyself because you're still growing and your brain is growing. You're not just um, sitting on the couch and playing video games all the time, which is great, but tempting to make, a full-time job if you're not careful. So yeah. interest audit. I don't know. Maybe you just tried it. Maybe you'll be like, email us. Uh, you'll email me at matt at gocamp.pro and be like, that was the dumbest thing ever. And that's okay. But that's my idea. Not a bad idea. It's a good one. I think the, I'm laughing on the other side here because I'm reading our notes, obviously, and I'm going through them and I've already done this, but now I'm thinking about it to myself. And I just think, wow, how campy of an answer is because all the things that we're advising you to do is just go out and, find some way to improve yourself, right? Like, yeah. how do you grow yourself? And I think that's so important. If you are going to love yourself, you need to do something that is going to grow yourself. And my kind of advice, when I say is don't go into a couch coma, you know, it's so easy with your time off, or if you're in college, if you want to just kind of relax, you kind of have that control of your schedule to just lay on your couch. And like you said, play video games or just watch Netflix for hours on end binge. It's, really tempting and super easy to get into that. So I just say, go on adventures, whatever, say yes, right. To a lot of things that your friends might be offering you. And it might be something really lame and really boring. They might ask you to come and do a chore with them. Like I need to run to the bank today. And you go, we're going to the bank. Um, you know, you're going to sit in that lobby of the bank for like 30, 40 minutes. As your friend tries to solve some type of difficult crisis with their bank account, but at least you're there, you're active, you're doing something and you're part of something. And you might learn about something not to do with your banking account uh, <clears throat> while you're in this mess. Uh, but at least you're out and you're on an adventure, you're doing something with your day. Uh, try to avoid that couch cushion as, as much as you can say. With that being said, also make sure you do love yourself. Camp days are long days. If you need a brain day to just relax, mellow, do it, take it. Uh, my biggest advice though, I really love, and I think really changed me, my life notably was traveling. Uh, I went abroad. I saw a different culture. Uh, <clears throat> it was the Canadian culture. Just kidding. Uh, it was Canada. I got to go over to England. I got to go to Spain. I got to see all these different cultures. Uh, <clears throat> and it changes you. You recognize that there's another way of living. There are other cultures out there. Uh, there's different mindsets and thought processes and priorities and it really allows you to open your mind to everyone around you it it really is incredible and 
if you ever talk to somebody who's traveled before and there is this little bit where you're like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, oh, I know, like keep telling me about that, you know, weekend you spent in Paris. That was just unbelievable. But there's a reason why they want to talk to you. It has the same influence that camp does. You get to meet these people. You get to meet these cultures. You get to meet different ideas. It inspires you and promotes growth. So please, if you do anything in the nine months that you were not at summer camp, buy a plane ticket and take a weekend in a different country or a different state as yours that's a little farther away or a different province, wherever you may live, so that you can experience something that is a little bit different so that you can expand your mind. So that's my love yourself. Um, and those are fun things to do, I think. Uh, Matt, do you have something else you want to add? Sure. I, I was just going to say traveling for me has been a game changer too. And if you can do it in like a longer aspects of doing like a semester abroad or a gap year or something like that. Um, you know, I backpacked through Southeast Asia for three months and um, just recently uh, visited Iceland and just came back from Vancouver for, uh, from a, for a vacation. And uh, man, it's so good just to get that perspective and doing it you can do it affordably if you do it smart, right? So we could do a whole episode on, on travel because I think that's something Oliver and I are both really passionate about. Maybe we will. Um, just like an, an off, not even related to camp thing. Um, but yeah, the last thing I, I was just going to say, I was thinking about the interest audit and thinking about like listing all these different things. It can really get overwhelming too when you start to think about all these little things and trying to hone it in. Um, and I think there's also the idea, I think there's like a something in, in therapy that people say is, is um, only stick with what serves you, right? So it, what serves you in that moment um, and where you feel like you have control over something is really important too. So for me, um, and, and I, I'm comfortable sharing this personally, like I sometimes can get really sucked in to apps, like games on your phone. And, and recently um, I was on the, pl the plane ride home from Vancouver and I like instinctually, without even thinking, picked up my phone, opened it and like knew, my fingers knew exactly where to go to get to this game. And I started playing it and I was like, whoa, okay, so this game actually has control over me. I'm serving it. It's not serving me. And I just deleted it. And that was enough. I didn't re-download it. I just deleted it. So um, what, what in your life can you delete to that's not serving you in that moment? So there's lots of smarter people than me that could tell you more about that. But um, that idea of like, is this serving me? And being able to ask yourself that question is really powerful. Yeah, no, it is. And it goes it goes back to just what all of our notes are, you know, that growth mindset that yeah. you know, don't spend your time. Obviously a little bit of relaxation is important, but don't spend your time doing things that aren't going to serve you. That's a fantastic point. Uh, <clears throat> our next little topic here that we want to make sure is making sure you do keep that community of camp, right? You are camp sick. You aren't denying it. Uh, you're doing the, all these things to kind of grow on your own, but make sure that community is something you stay connected to. Uh, one of my favorite things is seeing staff come back to camp just to tour the grounds. We had a set of staff that were here this past weekend just to walk around and remember what camp was for them. Um, and both of them haven't worked here, I think, in a summer or two. So it really is just an excuse to, you know, look at those memories that you have here for camp. Uh, <clears throat> but I also advise you to do meetups, get together. So, you know, find the city that's closest to everybody for here at Camp Jewel, you know, we can go to New York city or Hartford and it's a few hours, right? Like you're going to give up a few hours to get to this location to see your friends. Uh, but 
go see them, you know, go, if you're of age, go out for a night of drinks. If you're not of age, go and go bowling with these camp friends. You may not see except for the summer. Uh, if you're international, maybe there's one country in Europe that most people are from. I know that Ryanair, which is not a sponsorship, is a cheap flight to get you to wherever you want to go in Europe. So look into those things, see if you guys can get together and have that little meetup. Uh, Airbnb is also great for this. Uh, it, you know, it gives you that little bit of space where you guys can all go out together uh, to find a place to stay if you're going to do it like an overnight. Uh, and then to keep yourself organized, we may have some counselors here who are a little bit on the younger side. Uh, <clears throat> and they may have a social app that works really well. For me, I love Facebook. We have every single staff here at Camp Jewel essentially gets their own Facebook group page and it really keeps us connected. Uh, but you can do that for your camp, get that Facebook. I know of things like Slack and a few other uh, ways to stay connected. How do you guys have that group message and keep that kind of memo running? Because it's always nice to see like staff from 2014 pop up on the Facebook page and say something like, hey, I'm going to be in England this week. Is anybody willing to give me a couch to sleep on? And it gives you a way to meet up with an old friend and uh, <clears throat> kind of connect about camp. And it's really cool. If you're scared, if you're scared to look at that, I, like I just said, 2014, that's five years ago at this point, And I still have no fear going on there and saying, Hey friends, what's going on? Cause I know that I'm going to meet up with an old camp friend. And we're going to talk like, you know, camp ended yesterday or that we're still in camp because even though they may not have been at camp for the last five years, uh, I have been, and I'm a part of something that they really want to talk about and share about. But, you know, even if you two haven't been, it's a great way to connect and just see each other. Um, so keep that community. Don't lose it. Don't think because you've been estranged for a month for so long that you can't come back to it. Camp has open arms. Uh, we love having staff come back. It is probably one of our favorite things. It helps distract us from our work and procrastinate more. Uh, Matt, what do you, <laughs> what do you say is a great way to keep that community involved. Yeah, I think just like doing intentional camp stuff with people is really important. So like you were saying, um, like it's good to, to get together, you know, for uh, drinks, whatever age appropriate drinks those may be, um, or events with camp people. And I think it's also really cool to talk about camp in there. Some of my closest, actually all of my closest friends are camp people. Um, and uh, some of the times that I remember us having the most fun is when we would go, when we were of age, we would go to a pub and we would um, have a couple beers and we would talk about camp and just, just talk about like ideas. So maybe, maybe you do plan that evening program and that's just something fun that you do with your friends when you're all hanging out together. And because camp is an amazing place and we can talk about those things in mature ways, as long as we're obviously making um, good decisions about professionalism and those kinds of things, like we talked about in our last episode. Um, um, but the, the other ideas with your camp friends that you can do, you could tour other summer camps in your local area. Um, obviously making, being on your best behavior with other camp directors, but camp directors love, um, showing off their camps, giving tours. We, um, when Laura and I were on our honeymoon in BC, we went and visited, um, our friend Claire at Camp Pringle, which is a Presbyterian or a United Church camp out there, um, which was really cool. And, um, I just think that's a great way to like get inspiration for your camp as well. 
Uh, two other ideas. Uh, one, you could host a pop-up event for your uh, camp to help promote camp with your local families. So um, you could talk to your camp director and say like, you know, where's a big area where we draw from? Um, is it in my hometown? Uh, can I do something and can we promote it on the camp's Instagram? And that can be something as easy, like you don't have to plan a lot. It could be a hike. It could be a campfire in a public park. Um, those kinds of things, just like a camp sponsored event. And it's something that the directors don't um, necessarily have time for, but you can do it to help promote camp. Uh, the last thing that I would say is doing, um, going out and serving the community with camp people um, and wearing your camp gear while you're doing it. So get together with your camp friends, maybe go out to do a food drive or a holiday fundraiser, uh, a blood donation, anything like that where you're showing that, you know, these really awesome people who work at our camp go and help out our local community. So just raising camp status in that way too. So just, you know, being intentional about your time getting together with camp friends as well would be my suggestion. Yeah, uh, some other hints might be go out there and try to grow your community. I know that a lot of camps are going to start looking to hiring staff. So always look for a friend who's close by who might want to join in. So because mm -hmm. you love camp, spread that love. Uh, great advice that was always given to me from another camp professional was if you're going to recommend somebody to come and work for your camp, make sure that that person is going to be a better camp counselor than you. That sounds like a really strange thing and maybe not the most good feeling inside of your soul, but... <laughs> Know this, that if you're grabbing somebody who's a good friend, who you think is going to be a better counselor than you, uh, <clears throat> then you know that you're helping camp in a way that sends them into an improvement for every single year, right? You're helping camp raise that bar. So with that being said, <clears throat> you never know what, could, what friend could be a great camp person. Sometimes there's just that mysterious person out there who is going to be a fantastic camp person. They just don't know it yet. Uh, so go out there, talk to them, try and grow that community. Uh, and I'll, I'll say it in, in a less uh, in a less kind way. Make sure you don't bring someone who's going to be a dum dum at camp to your camp as well, too, right? Because your your recommendation carries weight as well. If you bring on somebody who um, is going to not be a great staff member, then that's going to reflect poorly on you as well. So be very intentional that you're not just bringing your buddies who you want to hang out with. You want somebody who's going to serve camp with as much love as you have of it. Uh, and on a side note, some camps do offer bonuses if you bring a friend to camp with you. So mm -hmm. keep an eye for that. Don't expect it, um, but it's a nice thing that a camp can do uh, to help you out a little bit. And usually, I don't think it's typically more than like 50 American dollars uh, or something, but uh, it's a good way to say thank you. Uh, <clears throat> if you're a camp director, think about putting that in your budget. Uh, <clears throat> and another thing that you can do is Camp directors during the winter travel a lot. It's something that we do. I know that I was actually talking to Matt about it before the podcast. I'm going to be going to England shortly to start recruiting some staff out there. Uh, but I'll also be going down to New York or to several colleges. It's a really good way to meet up with your camp director and some other camp people when your camp director is traveling. Uh, I know that with my camp counselors, if they come to a camp fair that I'm coming to or a recruiting fair, typically I'll take them out for pizza and everything afterwards. And we'll just talk camp. It's a great way to get your director's ear. So take a look, see if your camp director is traveling and moving around because they might come to you, which is so easy because you walk down the road and hey, free pizza, which is always nice. All right, Matt, do you have any other hints? No, you know what? I think I'm ready to get ready, Oliver. Ooh, it's time of the day where we get ready for camp next year. So Matt, how do you want to kick us off? You seem to be ready. How do you want to get ready for next year? 
Oh, I'm ready to get ready. Uh, so yeah, get ready is something that you as a counselor can do right now to be ready or to be your best self uh, for this summer. My tip was that, so we're recording this in December. So um, some camps have their staff applications out yet. Um, some don't, but I know that there's a lot of organizations out there that help um, promote you to the wider national uh, camping organizations. So you can look through your, your regional organizations. So like ACA has their different regions and the provinces in Canada have their own camping associations. Um, but you can also look at a place like uh, CampGig, uh, CampGig.com. They are a sponsor of one of our other podcasts, just to be clear. But I just know that places like them um, have a way that you can, for free, put yourself out there um, to the specific camp markets. You're not just like posting your resume and stuff on LinkedIn or Indeed. You're putting it on specific sites that are catering towards what camps are looking for. So, you know, if you're a lifeguard, uh, camps are always looking for lifeguards. Or if you're willing to do some different jobs like working in a kitchen, um, those jobs are pretty desirable at other camps too. And one of the best piece of advice is that I go, that piece of pieces of advice that I got um, when I was a young camp staff was to don't let your roots grow too deeply um, until you decide to do that. And at the age of 20, um, the camp that you're at might not be, and probably won't be the camp that you're going to be at for the rest of your life. If you want to be in camping, you will move around. So it's good to start and gain knowledge from other camps now. So don't be afraid to start uh, thinking about maybe working at a different camp this summer. No, great advice. Uh, something that I want to point out there is if you want to get ready, give the information about your camp to your career center, right? You never know who's on your college campus or in your high school who might be ready for a camp job or might be looking for some type of leadership experience, right? If you are in high school still and you can hand over some information about camp, it's a phenomenal for maybe a freshman, sophomore, or a junior who's, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17. Uh, I don't know what the equivalent is in Canada, but <clears throat> pretty close. And those high schoolers can maybe go into the leadership programs that are at your camp, right? You can start getting them on that path to help their leadership ability. So <clears throat> there's a lot of information that your camp can give you. You just got to ask for it and you can bring it to the career center. If you are somebody who does not have a camp yet, if you're not going to camp gig, trust your career center, go to your campus career center, ask them, Hey, is there a way that I can get a job at a summer camp this year? For those of you guys who maybe have not listened to some of our other podcasts. We had Kim Acock on for a little bit and we talked a little bit about the benefits of having camp as a job. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're just kind of interested, take that time, head over to your career center, head over to camp kick, learn a little bit more about what it is to be a camp counselor and you could be on the path of becoming something that you may love for the rest of your life. That's, I know how I got involved. So. Okay, Matt, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how are they going to reach out to you? Yeah, for sure. You can get a hold of me at Matt, M-A-T-T, -T, at gocamp.pro. And uh, I've done a couple of different things where to, to get your feedback on the show. Uh, this time, what I want you to do is just send me uh, the words camp sick and send it just in the body. I want a no subject email and camp sick in the body, and I'll send you something cool that'll help uh, keep that love of camp going in the off season. Matt right. at gocamp.pro. Yeah. Quick shout out for Matt. You may have noticed he has a different title since he did the last couple of podcasts. Um, but Matt is doing some work with uh, Go Camp Pro and it's pretty awesome. Do you want to talk Excellent. about your new career path? Yeah, well, 
Sure, sure. I'm, uh, I've moved into the role of executive producer of podcasting at GoCamp Pro. So I have the privilege uh, that my job is to listen to every podcast that Camp Hacker puts out, um, which is like, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit in the career world because I always listen to them anyway. Um, but so I get to manage Camp Hacker, Go, uh, Camp Code, uh, the Day Camp Pod, and this one, First Class Counselors, with maybe a new one coming out soon, just to let you know. Um, so I get to do that work, and I'm uh, working with Travis closely, which is really cool because Travis was my camp direct, my first camp director growing up. Um, so it's been really fun to get to work with him again, and uh, working with all the people with, with Go Camp Pro is super awesome. It's like I'm working with a team of superheroes, so it's pretty wicked. Yeah. That's uh, such a fantastic opportunity for you. I'm so happy for you and it's pretty sweet. So Thanks, uh, with that being said, uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can also reach out. I'm at Camp Jewel YMCA, but you can get a hold of me by just putting my name in oliver.gregan, G-R-E-G-A-N, at ghymca.org. You can also just hit me up on Facebook. My name is my profile and I use Messenger all the time. So just reach out to me that way too if you want to ask a quick question. If you liked today's show, we would be so grateful if you left us for a review wherever you are listening to our podcast. Your ratings and reviews helps boost our rankings, and it helps more people discover the great work that we do here on First Class Counselors. That's right. And don't forget that you can find all of our show notes at camphacker.tv slash podcast. There's lots of good stuff there from uh, our show and other camp podcasts out there for you to check out. And uh, you'll see some links and some specific stuff for our, uh, for this episode and all of our past ones on first class counselors. And you can check out our new logo that we dropped last week, which is pretty fancy. Well, thank you for listening friends. Remember camp is camp and camp's all good. First Class Counselors is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, Summer Camp Leadership Training and Marketing Consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, Summer Camp Professionals Group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more camp pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.